What's good, everybody? We had to bring him back another episode of Luke into the Futures, where John will give you his, uh, he's going to look into the futures for you and tell you what's about to happen in college football this Saturday. Again, just to refresh everyone, the reason uh, we brought our ringer John in to doing this, John was on the radio show for what, three years uh, before you moved? Almost four. Um, so he was on talking about practice and then still jumps on the pods when we do emergency pods and all that. So still TBP family member. But um, you win uh, almost like 75% and up on your college picks that year. So we decided we need we need to give these these folks in these struggling times some winning ways. But before we get into that, a uh, couple couple topics of note we need to get into. Um, you, my friend, are a Denver Broncos fan. And right now, that's got to be pretty tough. Um, coming off Thursday night football, we are recording this on a Friday morning. We usually do Wednesday nights, but your boy was on the road for work this week. So we're doing this on a Friday morning. So we're coming off um, what I think most would agree has been the worst football game of the season. Um, and this is coming off the hills of uh, possibly the second worst football game of the season in primetime between the Broncos and the Niners. Now we have the Broncos and the Colts last night. You had Denver Bronco fans walking out of the stadium before overtime even started, which I don't remember in my history of watching football um, for 37 years. I've ever, ever seen that the home team leaving between, but before overtime even starts. Um, so state of affairs, let's just, Let's just check in with State of the Union address for Broncos fans. How you doing, bud? Oh man, it's God. I'm I'm like when we got Russell Wilson, it was it was one of those vibes of like, okay, like we this division's tough. We're going to be able to compete. Um, you know, it, we feel like we are that one piece away. You know, with the the offense the way it is, the young defense. Um, you know, good enough defense, and it's it's just been pitiful, man. I mean, like. At first, you know, it's it's Nathaniel Hackett, you know, can't coach, you know, he's got to hire a, a head coach, essentially. Yeah, exactly. I was going to do it, but, you know, the old ball coach hat didn't let me, you know, but uh, <laughs> I, it's, yeah, it's it's really tough to watch, man. It's really tough to watch. I I, uh, I said last night to, to my uh, to my degenerate sports betting um, group chat uh, that it's it's tougher to watch a Broncos game right now than it is to watch a homeless man masturbate on a subway. <laughs> it's it's so bad, dude. It's so bad. And if you watch that overtime, I don't know if you caught the overtime game. Um, you know, I, I should have probably walked away from the overtime game as well. Uh, but they three, four plays, they're down within the 10-yard line. I mean, they're moving the sticks, a couple of different play action, um, you know, 15, 20-yard passes by, by Russ. Um, and in my head, I'm like, why can't we do this all the time? And then we get into the five-yard line, and it's the worst play calling, just run after run. And then on top of that, fourth and one from the three-yard line, it's it's a repeat of the Seahawks Super Bowl. Why are you passing there? You run the ball. I mean, even if you are gonna, even if you are gonna drop back and pass, you should be thinking run if you're Russell Wilson. It's one yard. You don't need to get the first, I mean, you don't need to get the touchdown. It's one yard. You get one yard. You re you have four new downs to get two yards and win the ball game. 
They throw a, a, a slant across the middle, which Hamler on the other side is wide open. Russ just missed. I mean, Russ is just playing really, really bad right now. Like yeah. there's there's no reads. I mean, I, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield back there. Like mm. that's that's how pitiful I feel for my Broncos offense. Like it's I mean, it's it's tough to see Javante Williams go down with that injury. Yeah. You know, a couple of our offensive linemen, but there's no excuse. When you pay a guy a quarter of a billion dollars, you expect him to get you those wins in those in those kind of crunch time positions. And it's or at the I very mean, least not look like that. I mean, the way he's looked this season, he looks like he is bottom five of NFL starting quarterbacks this year. I mean, Austin 100%. Mills is having a better season than him right now. One hundred percent. And and against the Niners, you had some sort of an excuse where it's like, okay, you know, we're not really moving the ball, but this is a top three, top tier, maybe t- number one defense in the league yeah. right now. Like, yeah. you have that kind of built-in excuse where you're playing the Colts. What excuse do you have? There's no excuse. Like, I mean, granted, the defense played their tail off as they typically do, but it doesn't it doesn't amount for anything when that offense is two yards. There was again. There was ten punts in the first half yesterday. Ten punts in the first half. That should never happen with yeah. a Russell Wilson offense. Yeah. And it's just. I mean, I I think part of it is Nathaniel Hackett not being able to. I I think he thought it was going to be a, a an Aaron Rodgers when you come in where hey I'm going to give you a play but there's there's different reads there's three different plays you can check to and you're you're essentially going to be the Peyton Manning you're going to be running the offense at the line of scrimmage. There's none of that. Russ is not doing that. He's checking down to, he's looking like Alex Smith. He's just checked down Derek Carr, dink and dunk, you know, swing pass quarterback. And it's like, where, where was this Super Bowl MVP type quarterback before? You know, there's, it's just, I mean, it's blowing my mind. And the fact that we gave him a quarter of a billion dollars for seven years I, man, I, I feel like I want to be a free agent as my, as a sports fan. I don't know if I can do this for another seven years. I really don't. Yeah, it's rough, man. It is really rough. And having poor quarterback play, I think is of all the, of all the positions, I think it's the worst as far as watching your team, rooting for your team. Right. I, and listen, I have Jimmy G as my starting quarterback being a Niners fan and it's tough. But it's not it's not what you're experiencing right now. It's but I understand the feeling. It's infuriating when you have weapons and like Russ last night, just looking off the touchdown. I mean, I see that I, I heard on the Lepitard show earlier in the week where they said Jimmy G leads the league in uh, wide receivers jumping up and down in frustration after a play because they're <laughs> wide open. And I think that's perfect, right? So I, I can relate, but um the difference is you rightfully so came into the season talking a bunch of shit with high hopes. You know, you and I went back and I was like, Russ is washed. And I honestly didn't really believe he was washed to this level. Right. Like I was just right. talking to you that being a Niners fan, he's beat us. I think he's 17 and four against the Niners. So I obviously can't stand him. He's a cornball, all the things that people find annoying about Russell Wilson. I do too. What's been interesting to me is how many teammates, Former teammates, I should say, come out have come out and just talking shit about him. It's like, man, he's not liked in that locker room, and trying to no. be, you know, the the uh, constant professional 
and just showing no personality or the personality we do get from him is just so corny. I think um, he's just easy fodder for internet banter and for memes and all that. And, bro, like, it can't feel good. As much as I do not like Russell uh, Russell Wilson, I always want to say Russell Westbrook. Um, As much as I don't like Wilson because of what he's done to my Niners and him being corny, I almost feel for him because this can't be easy. You left the team thinking that, okay, this is the the grass is greener. You know, I'm going over to this team. They're ready-made. All they're missing, they're a quarterback away from competing for the division, for potentially competing for a championship. And it has just been miserable. And he is signed to that long contract. And it doesn't look good. And so a lot of things are going to have to change. And I think that starts with the head coach. But we don't even know. I mean, I think I think Hackett is just – I don't know if he's a good coach or not. Um, so far, all indications are not. But, yeah, you know. Well, and and it's, it's tough. It's tough, too, because, you know, a lot of things that aren't being talked about. Obviously, me being a Bronco fan, I kind of – I am aware of the inner workings where we have a first time head coach. We have a brand new offensive coordinator. We have a brand new defensive coordinator and we have a first time special teams coordinator. So we have a really, really young coaching staff as far as their experience and it's showing. Um, And then even with Russell Wilson, like I can put up with the corniness. I can put up with the subway commercials if you're winning me ball games. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're not, that just compiles to like, God, I fucking hate you. Like, I I don't like you, Russell Wilson. And it sucks for me to say because he's on my team for the next seven years. Like, last last week, watching, the, watching him on, on the sideline of the Niner game and trying to motivate his team by saying, hey, when it's a run and we're on and, – and the offense is, is taking, a, taking a breather on the sideline and our defense is on the field and you see run – Let's let's yell that out. Let's yell that out for the defense. Let's yell run. When it's a pass, let's yell pass. You know yeah. when they do that, Jerome? They do that in Pop Warner. Yep. They do that in Pop Warner to get you motivated on the sideline. Grown professional athletes do not need to be motivated to be like, run, right. pass. Right. No, they're professional athletes. They can read the quarterback and tell when it's a run or a pass. They can read the, the offensive line pulling. They can read all that shit. You don't need to be a cornball and try to be this leader on the sideline. Go win a fucking football game before you try to lead this team. Right. It's it's infuriating. It's oh my god. It's so I'm so mad still. I had nightmares last night. Seven years, dude. Seven fucking years. At least you have Jimmy Garoppolo and you know what he is, and he's on this one year mercenary deal. And then in the back end, you have Lance, Trey Lance, who potentially has this ceiling. You don't know what he is. He has this kind of outlook of, of hope, right? I don't know what I'm seeing with Russell Wilson. I, I I feel like he's just checked out. He's got his he's got his paycheck, and he's just it's almost like kind of the Tom Brady effect, where he's just looking to build his brand and build out that community vibe where he's gonna get a restaurant in Denver and just retire. Like yeah. there's there's no God, I'm just I'm I just I don't I don't know what to think of it, man. I really don't know what to think of it. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's shocking how bad it's been. And, you know, I, as a Niners fan, the, the thing I'm concerned about moving forward is at the end of the season, how much are the Niners going to regret? And I hope it doesn't happen. I hope, you know, we won the division and all that. But the Niners have lost to Broncos, who look terrible so far. 
and the Bears so far. Those are our two losses. Those are potentially um, bottom of the division teams when it's all said and done. And so I'm just concerned, like, those are the games that we gave up. Tyreek Hill has more passing receiving yards this year than all of the Chicago Bears wide receivers combined. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, like, it's unbelievable how bad these teams have been. And granted, that first game was in a monsoon. And I don't, I mean, there's no excuse for what happened in Denver. That was just disgusting. But yeah, man, I feel for you. I feel for Broncos Nation as much as I give you guys shit and talk a lot of shit about the Broncos. Um, I know what it's like to, I mean, I was rooting for CJ Beathard a couple of years ago. Well, we're not that far yeah. removed. So I understand what it's like like when you're just like, God, I don't even want to watch this. You know, yeah. at least if you're bad, but you have some exciting talent at quarterback, it's like, okay, let's see this guy develop week to week. But you have a future Hall of Famer at the helm who's playing like CJ Like C.J. Beathard. He's yeah. playing like yeah. C.J. Beathard. It's rough. It's rough. Well, let's get into let's get into happier things, shall we? Let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's do some let's do some picks here. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's do the drop. Look into the futures. There you have it. Hey, it's me. Knock knock. So uh, you got uh, you got my money. All right, sir, what do you have for us this week? All right, um, we got a huge slate of games uh, this week. Some really good, I, I kind of broke it down um, from, you know, as, as far as being a degenerate, um, you know, and, and we can we can post these uh, on, online and, and let people yes. kind of see the picks, but we have uh, we have our 9 a.m. slotted games, um, those, or those early games. We have uh, Tennessee at LSU. Um, I have I have that as a game time decision. I really like Tennessee. Tennessee is one of my my teams that I follow. Um, but LSU at home in Death Valley. I mean, you know that stadium is going to be rocking. Um, they are unranked. They were you know a top ten team to come into the uh, into the season um, after getting knocked off by Florida State. Um, they are unranked, and Tennessee is number eight in the country. So um, I. I really want Tennessee in that, but I, I feel like I'm leaning towards LSU, um, my plus three in that. So look for that. Um, again, like we talked about last week. Oh, sorry. Last week, um, went seven and three last week. So we had a good week last week. Um, missed on the teaser, which is always a bummer. Um, but those those straight up bets are, are kind of covering us uh, and, and allowing us to do those teasers throughout the week. So um, remember to, to take those teasers, but also keep you know, take some straight up bets to, to kind of minimize your losses there. Um, but like we talked about last week, Kansas um, is not getting the credit they deserve. Again, another tough win on the road at, at Iowa State. Um, it could have. Is it game day going there this week, or was that last? Yeah. Week? So college college game day will be there this week. Um, TCU, they're playing TCU yeah. um, in in Kansas. TCU coming off a huge win against Oklahoma. Oklahoma does not look like the Oklahoma that we are used to. So, um, 
it's it's kind of touch and go. But Kansas again at home is the underdog plus seven against TCU. Uh, money line plus two fifteen. So I, I like I like the spread and the money line there. Again, like we said last week, as long as no one's giving Kansas the credit uh, and they're giving the points, I'm taking Kansas. They look they look really really good. Um, then we have Florida at home against Missouri. Missouri is god awful. I know they played Georgia last week very well. They could have won that ball game, um, but Missouri make no mistake about it. Missouri is an awful awful football team, um, and playing in the swamp. Uh, in Gainesville is is a tough tough cookie to crumble. So I like Florida minus eleven against Missouri, and then Maryland, another team we've been kind of rocking this year uh, under the radar. Two two his yeah. younger brothers at the helm there. Uh, I like my uh, I like Maryland at home against Purdue minus three. You know what's wild? Have, yeah, go ahead. Year after year, Maryland puts out top tier NFL prospects, but they. We never hear about their football team, right? Because they're, yeah. they're never hovering around, you know, the top 10 and ranked teams. They're never in the playoffs. Um, but year after year, they put out top tier football uh, NFL prospects, and I just don't understand it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's and so many, I mean, so many top tier five star, four star recruits come out of the Baltimore, DC area. Yep. Um, and they, they don't go to Maryland, obviously, because of. What, you know the the NILs, the the money that's being spent in the in the Big Ten. You know, going to Ohio, going to Michigan. Um, those teams kind of, you know, pluck the DC kids. But now with these NIL deals, now we see the transfer portal. Um, a lot of kids are going back home to Maryland um, to play. You know, they're they're going to be playing big time football, uh, but they they also have you know a chance to get on the field rather than Ohio State where you're playing maybe your senior year or your 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 red shirt senior year right um yeah. these kids want to play two three years and, and get some game tape um and so you're starting to see maryland kind of turn that around which is which is amazing right um so we have the 12 12 30 one o'clock game slot um ucla i know we talked uh yes last week on on the pod um taking washington over ucla i talked to you um off the pod uh and and had informed you uh, that I had switched because I saw some some late um, some late time money coming on the, the on the Bruins at the last minute, so went ahead and switched that over. And so that's where that seven and three is coming from. If you want to call me on the technicality because it's on the pod, I will call a six and four record from last week. Um, but you know, you you do know that I, <laughs> I did have that switch. We just didn't have it recorded. Um, I do like UCLA. That Chip Kelly offense. They're scoring forty plus a game. Um, at home against Utah, Utah's a really, really great ball club. They were they were kind of touted in the back Pac-12 to to kind of be the um, the dark horse for uh, the playoff this year. They right. obviously lost to Florida um, and kind of knocked them off. But you know, Utah on the road is is a different team than Utah at home. So I like UCLA plus three and a half. We have Duke at Georgia Tech minus three, uh, and we have UNC University of North Carolina. At Miami, plus four. Uh, Miami is is still trying to figure it out with their their new coaching staff and Cristobal yeah, and Cristobal. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they had a huge upside coming into the into the season and, and obviously um, being a, a big fan of the the Dan Levitard show. Obviously they're they're Miami guys and so they've kind of been talking about them all off season, which had me kind of hyped. 
Um, and just seeing them get stomped out at home to Middle Tennessee State last week, um, I, I really don't have faith in them this year. I think they're they're kind of in that rebuild stage. So I like UNC uh, the the plus four. Now the four four p.m. slotted games. The, this is probably the best college football week so far for the late games. Um, a lot a lot of big top ten teams playing this week, um, but we have Washington State at USC. Uh, Washington State has their quarterback Cam Ward firing. This kid is just like electric man he is he can do everything legs arm uh stay in the pocket get outside of the pocket um and he makes he he makes things for defenses really really difficult so i like uh i like washington state with the points plus 13 and a half um at usc usc is a good ball club but you know i I think i think washington state can can keep it close with them the entire game they i I think it's going to be a barn burner okay Um, yeah i was watching usc the other week and I mean, to college football fans, this is going to sound like a really dumb statement. Uh, you guys already know this, but uh, Caleb Williams, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. There was a drive where he was going to be sacked for a safety. He jumped in the air and threw the ball 20 yards on a rope and got the first down. I mean, um, and there was play after play he made on that particular drive where it looked like everything broke down. He was going to be sacked. A- Avoided the sack, juked a player, and then threw a dime. And I was just like, "Oh, nah, he's got he's got killer arm strength." And that, that's I know he took over for Rattler in Oklahoma. I remember when he first jumped on the scene. I was like, "Okay, this guy's pretty good." And then I was actually sat down and watched much of the USC game last week. I was like, "Oh, this dude's a savage." <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep in mind they were playing Arizona State, that is just no a, a pure pure dumpster fire. But I yeah, mean, the yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and again, with with USC, you see, um, you know, a Lincoln Riley, you know, fed offense. Uh, but Lincoln Riley is not known for his defense. So I really like Washington State here. They have, you know, a, a fast fast offense that can score. So um, I don't like them to to win that game. I think USC. I think USC wins. Um, but I, I think it's less than ten points. So I, I see it being a touchdown game, maybe even overtime. Um, all right, next game we have. Another team we've been riding all year, um, Wake Forest. They, I mean, they, they're my they're my money maker this year. No knock on wood. Um, they they have just their offense has just been covering left and right. They're playing an Army team that is is not good, um, and they are getting sixteen and a half points, or they're giving sixteen and a half points. So minus sixteen and a half uh, for Wake Forest. That line might be moving at this point. It could up, be up to seventeen at this point. Um, but we got it earlier in the week at 16 and a half, which I really like. We have NC State coming off a, off a tough loss um, to Clemson, playing uh, at home against Florida State, minus three. I like NC State to have that bounce back, uh, prove it game. We have Kansas State, who is another one of those teams that uh, is really benefiting from the transfer portal. They got uh, Martinez, the quarterback from Nebraska, who I feel like has been playing in college football for 15 years. Uh, he is now. Dude, uh, I cannot believe he's still playing. Dude, seriously, I feel like he's like a redshirt six-year senior. You know what I mean? Like he's. I, I I feel like when I was going into when I was getting into college, you know, ten years ago, uh, he was just starting to get into college. So it's it's crazy right. to see him still playing. Um, and it's it's weird too because this the COVID year, everyone kind of got an extra year of eligibility. So 
some of these guys that should you know be out of college are are getting that one year one one next year and and he's one of those guys but again really really athletic um you know that kansas state offense is really good iowa state coming off a tough loss um to to kansas last week you know getting a, a field missing a field goal to tie it at the end of the game um their spirits are down i like kansas state to win that uh minus two and then our last game of the 4 p.m. slot, we have Illinois uh, at home against Iowa. Iowa is typically a, a good, uh, you know, season ender for a lot of teams. Iowa is not good this year. I don't know what it is. Um, they they are usually a, a, a scary Big Ten team because they're always kind of one of those teams that, you know, ruins an undefeated season for Ohio State or for a Michigan. They are not that team this year. Um, and Illinois is is peaking at the right time. I like Illinois minus three. Okay. Now, our teaser of the week. We got a teaser of the week. We're going to be doing every week, um, and I'm just kind of picking from the from the single game slots that we have. I like Kansas. And again, for those of you out there that don't know what a teaser is, it's really similar to a parlay. You pick a group of uh, a group of teams. So in this this case, we have four teams this week. Every team needs to win in order for that bet to pay out but the cool thing about the teaser um, is that you get an added six points to the already existing spread so we have illinois plus three and a half um, we have kansas plus 13 and a half we have wake forest minus 10 and a half and then we have washington state plus 19. Um, and that 14 teaser is juiced at plus 300 so for every um, for every hundred dollars that you bet, uh, you'll have a 300 turnaround. So, um, pretty, pretty juicy parlay there. Pretty juicy teaser, um, that we like, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the listeners out there, we can, we can start hitting these teasers. Cause those are the, those are the fun ones to hit. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what, what bet do you feel strongest about this week? Uh, my strongest bet, I feel, I, I really like Duke at Georgia tech. Um, Duke has been kind of middle of the pack. Uh, this year, not really impressing me too much, um, but they are kind of how they are every year. You know, really good defense, really well coached, um, really good scheme, and Georgia Tech is not good. They're coming off, um, you know, a tough loss. They have a new coach. They just switched up. I mean, Georgia Tech for the longest time had the wing T um, running offense, you know, kind of like Army does, you know, two, two yards and a cloud of dust. Um, they just switched a, a couple years ago to spread. Um, and so they're really trying to iron out those kinks. Georgia Tech is just not a good ball club this year. So I, I feel really strongly about Duke minus three. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Before we get you out of here, um, a couple topics we got to cover. Uh, most important, it is fall season. It is spooky yes. season. Halloween is around the corner. Pumpkin, Pumpkin spice. spice. Lattes are on the uh are on the menu and so that means pumpkin patch season is happening families couples folks are hitting the pumpkin patches and you wanted to do a brief list of do's and don'ts at the uh pumpkin patch so hit me with it yeah uh do's and don'ts do bring a flannel don't wear it just <laughs> just leave it in the car no one wants to see your matching coupled flannel pictures. No one wants to see it. Facts. Um, another do. Make sure that you have a symmetrical pumpkin. 
You know, it's it's tough out there. We know we're going to be carving them. Don't try to pick this round plump one because it looks cute. When you go to carve it, that face is going to be distorted. You're going to be pissed off. You're not going to be able to get the, the stencil on there. Let's pick a symmetrical pumpkin. And also, these pumpkins that have crazy defect to them, they got like the little like green warts going and stuff. Yeah, they look they look great. They look great. They are worthless, okay? You don't need to be buying those pumpkins. Buy the standard OG orange pumpkin. Yes. That's all you need. Um, and lastly, a do. Bring your own flask because the pumpkin patch that I recently went to this week had beer and wine. It was like $14 for like a oh two-buck shot. It was ridiculous. Bring a flask. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, we were supposed to record this on Wednesday, um, and uh, we were going to the pumpkin patch this week on Wednesday. And so I wanted to have a prop bet with you over under how many flannels I would see at this pumpkin patch. Thinking flannels galore, right? We were the only two people besides the people running it that were at this pumpkin patch. I don't think that that's ever happened to me in my life. But Whoa. we were the only two people at this pumpkin patch it felt so weird it That's felt amazing. so it was like buying it was like buying a christmas tree after christmas <laughs> it was so weird I guess you guys uh you guys aware halloween's coming up no all right so yeah i was hopefully gonna say you know a prop bet of over under how many flannels i would see um but i'm glad we didn't do the pod because i was gonna take the over a four and a half and showing up tracy was the only one in a flannel so <laughs> Um, I would say the the do's do be prepared for a bunch of bratty little kids to be running around yes. everywhere. Um, and uh, don't push back if your girl wants to go to the pumpkin patch. Just go. It's way easier to just go. Um, I hear dudes complain. They're like, oh, I have a great girl or whatever. But God, I have to do all this shit I don't want to do. It's like, yeah, bro, that's called being in a relationship. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... You get someone you get to sleep with on a regular basis and, you know, spend your life with and all these wonderful things. And part of the downside is a lot of the times you have to do shit you don't want to do. And it's way easier if you just shut up and do what she wants to do. The pumpkin patch yeah. isn't going to kill you. Perfect example. Um, you know, went to the pumpkin patch this week and my girlfriend is now leaving with some of her friends to go to wine country for two days. Uh, and your boy gets the house to himself. I get to watch college football. I get to eat whatever I want. And there's some trade off there. There is some nice trade off there. Yep. It's perfect. It's perfect. So there you go, fellas. Uh, we just told you how to navigate a pumpkin patch. <laughs> and, and your relationship. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got a lot more uh, coming up for these people over the next few weeks. We got some new segments and all sorts of things we're working on. But in the meantime, that's going to do it for us. Make sure you go follow us, John underscore Lucan. You can follow me at the J Row Show on Instagram. And make sure you're following TBP, not a game. We're going to post all of John's picks tomorrow morning so you get those bets in before the first kickoff. Um, and you're welcome for all the money you should be making if you're listening to uh, Luke into the Futures. Yeah, I don't wear this ball coach hat for nothing. You know what I mean? Get me a whistle. I'll have a whistle That's, next week. You earned it. You earned it. <laughs> Seven and three will get you that. All right, bro. It's been real. Um, and we'll catch the folks next week. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy betting. Yes, sir.